Hello, my name is Mark. Welcome to the Fitness for Humans podcast. Today we're going to touch on um, debunking contradictory information. There's a lot of it floating around out there. Now, I want to apologize right off the rip. There is no way for this episode to not come across as maybe slightly abrasive or, um, I guess, combative. But, uh, you know, trust me, the the true nature of of me trying to talk about this is to be educational and inspiring. Um, So I I apologize for any abrasion that, you know, may come with this. But, uh, you know, I I, I definitely feel the importance to touch on a lot of the contradictory information that's out there. And I was inspired this week by by a conversation that I actually had with a fellow professional uh, who saw something very differently than I did on the same type of topic. Now, what makes this kind of thing so tough is that, you know, neither person is really wrong. But, you know, a lot of it comes down to, you know, education versus experience. You know, there's a natural narcissism that comes with people that are educated, you'll find. Um, So, you know, anytime you have somebody that is educated, you know, they they don't want to be, I guess, argued with or uh, challenged by somebody who doesn't have the same education. Now, in, in my experience, there is a marginal difference between education and experience. They're, they're, they're both beneficial in different ways. Um, I'm more of an experience kind of person that's tried to experience different things with my diet, tried to experience different, different things with my workout habits. Uh, and I've also tried to, you know, brush up on education. Now, I can't tell you why certain things do things the way they do, um, but I can tell you what they do. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think, you know, like I said before, you know, there's just a natural narcissism that comes with somebody that is educated. Um, and I can speak from experience on that. I mean, I, I'm a chef, you know, and I, I used to be one of those people that used to um, be very combative when uh, somebody who I didn't feel was a chef or, you know, deserved to have a conversation on my level when it came to pertaining food or preparations of food, um, you know, and that's kind of the wrong attitude to have because, you know, one thing that I have kind of learned in my years, you know, as a professional is that you can learn something new from anybody that's been doing something for a while, you know, because they could just be doing something a way that you never even thought of doing it. You know, I mean, there, there's, you're, if you're open to learning things, there's definitely plenty of education to be had just by, just by opening your eyes. Uh, this week I was, uh, presented with a quote that I thought was, uh, actually very inspiring to me. That's, uh, basically goes, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. And, um, I think that applies pretty heavily here. Now, um, you know, I guess, you know, how this applies is, you know, when you're, when you're gathering your information, you know, you're always wondering, like, what's the correct thing? Who do I believe? You know, and, and the truth is really nobody completely. I mean, you have to really kind of do your own, um, sort of trial and error and see what works for you. I mean, always be skeptical of what you're being told, even, even by me. I mean, I'm telling you things that, you know, are good for, you know, based, based on things that I've experienced, but that doesn't mean that I'm right. You know, look into things, you know, you can learn things from anywhere that you're open to it. So, um, you know, just make sure that, uh, you know, you always kind of have that in the back of your mind when you're when you're pursuing your journey, your educational part of your journey. You know, for example, I mean, you know, you see muscular people, you know, that are always trying to sell you their plan. You see it on social media, you see it on TV, you know, trying to sell all kinds of supplements and proteins and testosterone boosters and things. And, you know, yeah, as, as appealing as, you know, seeing somebody, you know, with a big muscular build, you know, and like, man, I, I would love to have something like that. You know, the realistic, you know, perception, you know, at least from my angle, you know, is that, you know, it's really not healthy long-term to have that kind of thing. I mean, there's some, just some physical drawbacks to it as well. I mean, you're obviously at higher risk for injury if you have to lift that way to, to get that way, but also, um, you know, from a dietary standpoint, I mean, you have to eat a lot of protein and studies have shown that people that consume heavy amounts of animal protein, uh, live shorter lifespans. So, um, you know, I mean, unfortunately animal protein is the the best complete protein as far as all the aminos so i mean that's what they kind of have to do 
um, to, to, to get that, um, which is something that, you know, w- once you kind of know all these things, it becomes less and less appealing. You know, I mean, too much lifting, heavy lifting is, you know, bad for your cardiovascular health, um, but also it requires a lot of maintenance. And, you know, if you start to, you know, get busy in your personal life or you, you know, maybe you have sustained an injury or you have, you know, maybe something, you know, heaven forbid, something bad happened to, to, to kind of keep you out of the gym, you know, then, you know, the maintenance of that becomes very difficult. And, and you know, the, the skin just starts to hang there. I mean, where you had muscle, you lose, you lose mass, you lose density. Density. So um, I guess I guess the negative drawbacks kind of make that less appealing to me. But I mean, like I said, it depends on how you look at it. If, if you're somebody that can maintain it, you know, and you don't care about, you know, the long term effects of it, you know, I guess I mean, that'd be, you know, more appealing to you. But I mean, one thing that we've touched on in previous episodes is making sure that you take the good with the bad, you know, I and, and this kind of where, you know, touches on the education versus experience thing. I mean, you, you can look at um, good things, you know, you say, 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 look at whole grains, for example, you know, you can look at the whole grains from, from the perspective of, wow, the, you know, there's a lot more nutritional value in having the whole grains and there is some more nutritional value in it. But, you know, if you're, you know, going to more refined grains, you're not getting as much of the bad things, you know, some of the bad things that, you know, the grains absorb from the soil, some of the digestive problems that come with eating whole grains. So these are all things to kind of, um, kind of remember when you're when you're you're stacking up good versus bad sticking to the dietary perspective um, I want to touch on a lot of the guidelines that we have that are set um, by you know our USDA and our health and human services FDA everybody that has their hands in um, any type of guideline that we have Um, you know they all include the human element and um, that's something that kind of has to always be taken into perspective whenever you receive information. None of these guys have the word of God. So, um, you know, giving you a perfect example, I used to work in a school program uh, where the dining programs, um, basically how they work is they say you have to have so much dairy, so much grain, so much protein. And those are all well and good when you look at it from that perspective. But when you see the food that they actually serve in these school programs, they actually use a lot of processed stuff, a lot of things, because I mean, these schools run on a budget, you know, not enough money goes to the dining program that needs to go to these dining programs. So they have to cut corners where they can. And a lot of times schools will subsidize their dining program to somebody else who gets some sort of, you know, I guess they, they call it reimbursements, but let's call it what it is. It's a kickback um, from, you know, any kind of food purveyor that provides them certain types of foods for their schools. So that's how they becomes profitable both for the school to have to, you know, have a management company come in that they don't have to deal with. And for the management company who is saying, okay, well, we're giving you the best possible food that we can possibly give you based on a school budget. And yeah, we'll, we'll take this little kickback from the, from the side and this is our profit and we pocket this and this is how this is going to work, you know? So, you know, unfortunately, I mean, luckily for me, I'm in a a position where, you know, I don't have to have my kids rely on that. And unfortunately, a lot of kids do rely on that. And that's something that we kind of have to, I don't, I don't know how you fix it. I don't know, you know, how you go, you know, just, just be aware of it. And, you know, if, you know, your, your kids are at school, they're eating at school. I mean, it's definitely something to look into a little bit more. Yeah, same thing with hospital food. I mean, so, so much is looked into as far as, you know, this is the good things of the food that we're providing. But, you know, I mean, just because of the budget for, for, for food in, in these areas, I mean, a lot of times, you know, I mean, you look around. I mean, the obesity problem we have in this country, the health problem we have in this country, obviously, this starts with our diet. And, you know, you can see... You just see the effects of it walking around everywhere, you know, as far as, you know, how, you know, you can be getting all the good things, but if you're taking in all the bad things as well, you know, what other problems are you 
you're creating. So, you know, this is why we always have to kind of look into things um, that we're, you know, pursuing, you know, both from a dietary and from a physical standpoint, just because, I mean, you know, you, you hear you know, the good things when it's somebody that's trying to sell you something and, you know, you, you're kind of told, to, you know, oh, the bad things are no big deal. Well, we're seeing the effects of it that it kind of is a, is, is a big deal. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, the sad thing is that whoever, you know, influences these guidelines, you know, from our government standpoint, you know, they, you know, have donors that, you know, have some sort of, I guess, interest in this sort of thing. So, you know, because not enough dollars go to these agencies that, you know, they, they get influenced from whoever, you know, kind of fills the gap there. I mean, the, the perfect example is you look at the COVID experience that we just had, you know, a few years ago. I mean, governments are subsidizing hospitals, you know, for COVID cases. That's why they were recording so many COVID cases. Well, vaccine manufacturers are subsidizing the candidates. So, I mean, you kind of, you kind of, it kind of all adds up. I mean, you, it's, you put two and two together, you get four. Human bias is, is, is very hard to contain. People are ambitious, you know, so unfortunately it's always, it's always buyer beware when it comes to, you know, you know, things that we're told and things that, you know, we're expected to follow. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, always make sure you're, yeah, yeah, you're looking at everything fully, as fully as you can, you know, and any resources that you have access to, make sure you take full advantage of them. couple of side notes that I wanted to touch on. Um, I said earlier in this episode, you know, always be skeptical uh, whenever you're hearing information, you know, don't, t- don't, don't take somebody's word for it, not even mine. You know, behind every fat diet is somebody who's trying to sell you a book. Behind every chiseled physique that you see on TV or on your phone or in an advertisement is somebody trying to sell you a supplement, okay? I mean, look around you. Uh, obviously, we're not in a very good place in our society. Um, we're obviously doing something very wrong. And the frustrating thing about this is is so many of us look to improve and fail because of the misinformation. Um, You know, we basically, I mean, why do we fall? You wonder, why do we fall for this misinformation all the time? It seems simple, but I mean, the bottom line is because it sounds good, plain and simple. People want to believe these things because, you know, it's it's presented to them as, you know, being something that's easy to achieve. In reality, it's, it's not that easy. I mean, if you're somebody who does not have an addictive personality and you're able to change your diet on a whim, you're already doing better than most. Um, but unfortunately a lot of people don't have that type of willpower and, um, it's something that is, is, is very challenging for people. And and unfortunately it's, it's the truth. I mean, anybody tells you, you don't have to give up this, that yeah, sacrifices have to be made. You know, you don't have to, you know, do any kind of working out. Unfortunately you you do have to a little bit. I mean, a lot of it ties into how our food is grown now too, which is why the make, you know, is so important to work out, which we'll touch on in a later episode. But, uh, you know, I mean, the bottom line is that, yeah, this, this, it's not going to be easy, um, in particular at first, but I mean, it, it gets easier as time progresses. The more you kind of develop the habit and you start to wean yourself off of some of the, uh, the old cravings, um, it, it definitely, it definitely gets a lot easier. Um, recap, know your body and apply what works for you. I mean, same thing that we kind of talk about all the time is, you know, doing your research and, you know, you know, use the information that you gather as a guide, but don't, it's not your Bible. Okay. Yeah. The different things are going to work different for everybody. Um, you know, we've kind of become accustomed to wanting to believe people with false righteousness who endure zero accountability because it's easier. That's something that we kind of got to get out of the habit of doing too. I mean, like I said, the country's not in a very good place with our health, but good news is you can be. So, uh, hopefully this doesn't come across as too preachy, but, uh, I thought this was an important message to get out. Um, so, uh, yeah, hopefully this has been beneficial for you until next time. So long.